Okay, we are live. Doctors, uh, thank you for joining us on a very special occasion today. This is our monthly one half an hour, everything you need to know about PI for the next 30 days uh, uh, webinar. And uh, we'd like to make it interactive. Uh, and uh, so the way we try to do it, because we keep it at only a, a half an hour, we're, we're going to do some expanded versions in the future. We'll let you know about it. But one is that email me, seansteele at seansteele.com for questions you're not getting answered. Dr. Han is easy to work with, and any kind of questions I can make sure that he, that he has a look at it and he can update us. Uh, but first, what I'd like to do is introduce to our chiropractic world, Dr. Han, and tell us about yourself, Kenny. Where, how did you get here? How did you get to California? All, yeah, the, way, all the way from uh, Michigan. Yeah, thank you, Sean. So yeah, I uh, born and raised uh, just outside the Detroit area uh, in Michigan. Uh, I did uh, my medical school training in Michigan, uh, my residency in Michigan. I did then do a one, uh, one year fellowship in, in sports orthopedics at the University of Louisville. I should love my experience out there. Great, great little town, uh, awesome uh, basketball team. Got a chance to, to see some of them play. Um, had a really good time doing that. Interrupt. It looks like the Kentucky Derby. Unfortunately, I was on call that night. So, <laughs> but uh, maybe next time. Kenny, it's looking awfully good for USC. So, uh, just just hope that Louis, that Louisville doesn't run into USC. USC is on a chair. What they did at Kansas was just devastating. And frankly, yeah. I've been a much of a USC basketball fan, uh, but our football program. They're up. They were up by twenty points the whole game. I was uh, I was quite impressed by USC. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, we have a guy sitting next to me I should introduce as well, although he did start the show. That's so. true. It's he's true. Got, a, got a million dollar smile and a million dollar haircut. Uh, my buddy Alex Eisner. He's, he's smart. He scares defense attorneys. Uh, in fact, he does such a good job on one of our bigger cases. The defense attorney late at night sent him a note pleading for a job to work with us. And he, he wrote it in bold caps. <laughs> And I thought that was interesting. That's I'm, a true story. I'm, I'm sure he wasn't drinking, but uh, who knows? You know, it's, uh, life, life goes. And we're having too good of a time working with, supporting, fighting for chiropractors every day of the week. We got our PI email newsletter just sent out. Have a look at it. Arizona passed a law that's really nice for chiropractors. And, uh, and we talk about a breakthrough of a, of a PI case in downtown Los Angeles. So uh, that's going to be going on in a couple of days, <clears throat> Monday morning for sure. Uh, we have a website with all of our stuff on it. I mean, we got our videos, we got our webinars. It's free, free, free. We got our uh, newsletters to talk about every subject of personal injury ever known by man. Nobody, no, no law firm has ever taken on personal injury for chiropractors the way we have work for chiropractic attorneys. Dr. Hannah, I want to jump to you real quick, but before we do, I want to let the doctors know that the they have the Q&A option open to them. So they have questions throughout your PowerPoint here. They can click on that and type the question in there and I'll be monitoring those. So I'll, I'll jump in and interrupt you if I see any good questions. Uh, otherwise, uh, Dr. Uh, Hannah and uh, and Sean and I will be available for questions uh, via email afterwards. And, and, and we'll have this on the, uh, on the website shortly now. At 104, we're making great progress. We've introduced Dr. Kenny. More importantly, we've endorsed you. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and uh, so all systems are working. <clears throat> I'm going to ask first. So let's get the first slide up. All right. This is a slideshow that no other presenter has ever done for us. Dr. Kenny went out of his way, and we know that an orthopedist is a last resort for most PI cases. It's a serious, serious injury because. Chiropractors take care of most musculoskeletal injuries without the intervention of medicine. 
And so finding an orthopedic surgeon who makes his living, well, doing surgery uh, and asking him to take care of chiropractic patients, you've got to be very, very careful. And so you got a bunch of words up here uh, that you're going to have to kind of educate me on. Maybe it's your own personal acronyms, but uh, two things, uh, conservative chiropractic treatment options. Explain to us in English what PMEF is, although I have an idea what it is and what red light therapy is. And that does worry me a little. Yeah, so um, I, uh, thank you, uh, Sean, for that. I just want to say uh, I'm a huge fan of chiropractors. That's why this talk in particular, um, amongst some of the others that I've done in the past, is is uh, sort of near and dear to my heart, and, and uh, uh, I was excited about this opportunity. Um, anytime that I can give the, a patient actually an opportunity to, to not have to go and undergo surgery, I think that's a bonus. Uh, for the patient, um, and uh, it's it's best for the case. And so I'm really fond of our chiropractors. I think they do a great job, and um, I'm always uh, looking to get the patients to a chiropractor if they haven't already started with one. Uh, this, this is sort of my own feelings, guys. I just thought I'd, I wanted to share that with you. Um, uh, so let's sort of look at some of these things, uh, Sean, as you mentioned. Uh, I, I know that chiropractors uh, do a bunch of different things to help patients get better. And there has been a trend to more uh, of these uh, conservative uh, treatment options. And there's new things always coming up on the mar in the market. And, and maybe some of our chiropractor friends can, can talk about those things. If, because this list is certainly not uh, uh, inclusive of everything um, that, that's out there. But these are some of the things that I, I think uh, I'm aware of that I know uh, can work, that patients have talked to me about, and I've done some research and had some uh, my own experience with. Uh, PMEF is, is essentially an acronym. It stands for Pulse Magnetic Electric uh, Electrical Frequency. Um, and what this does is it is it emits a low uh, electromagnetic frequency of waves uh, through uh, an apparatus that the patient either wears, lays in, um, or applies in some fashion. And what it's uh, intended to do is deliver this electromagnetic uh, wave through the tissues and bring in more blood flow, uh, bring in more blood flow to areas of the body that have been injured. And anytime you can bring in more blood flow, uh, it means more oxygen and eventually better healing, uh, improved healing into areas that aren't getting uh, a good blood flow because sometimes that's what happens in injuries. Blood flow isn't as optimal. So PMEF can, can help to do that. Um, and it can help to decrease inflammation, decrease irritation. Anytime that happens, uh, Sean and Alex, that, that brings down uh, uh, the, the pain uh, stimuli. And so that helps patients uh, as well. Less, less pain, less inflammation, less swelling, um, leads, to, leads to quicker return of function and um, healing. So, I, 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 so Doctor, you, you got a big question up there uh, with, uh, ironically, in tiny letters, and I got to ask, what works, and and more, maybe more interestingly, what doesn't work? Uh, well, you know, it's it's interesting. So, uh, many patients uh, that I see, some are are advocates and fans of of various uh, modalities that we've we've that I have mentioned here. Some. Uh, like some of these, some of them, some uh, other patients are not uh, proponents of them. I just think it's uh, it just depends on that patient and sort of their genetic makeup, the type of injury, and what's going on. So I I don't think it's uh, one is necessarily better than the other. I think it's a matter of trying different things 
um, that can potentially work. And I think the important lesson here, guys, is, and, and the chiropractors can, can potentially chime in, the more that we can throw, sort of throw at a patient, sort of the kitchen sink, um, can add, you know, it can be a sort of a, an additive or synergistic uh, effect to help patients heal quicker and, and more effectively. So um, I, I think that a multitude of, you know, a few modalities uh, beginning at sort of the same time can, can, can help uh, better than just using one isolated uh, therapy. Um, so that's why I like to list all of these things because some of these things are done together um, so that, so that we can create the synergistic or additive uh, effect. I don't know if that is. I want to point out is that all these uh, elements can be done by chiropractors except one, and that's, of course, acupuncture, unless they have a separate license for that. <clears throat> and many do, by the way, but still kind of rare, not less than 5% have dual licensing. Uh, I want to ask you about our uh, red light therapy. Explain that to, to me in English. Yeah, so, so that a laser? some chiropractors who I think uh, like using this, um, and what red light therapy is, uh, is, is essentially focused uh, heat therapy. It's we, the other uh, sort of way of looking at this is laser therapy. And what happens is there's a focus of red light therapy uh, that um, is, is, is shining down at a particular region um, where an ailment is uh, in a patient or injury. And what that does is that heat that's emitted from this red light essentially does some similar things that some of these other modalities do. Increases blood flow, decreases inflammation, increases oxygenation into the tissues that's otherwise not getting there. Is it a cure-all? It's not a cure-all. Uh, it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a cure for an ailment. It can just help sort of improve the, uh, uh, improve the healing um, and regeneration aspect of, of uh, of the uh, tissues. And so um, it's a, it's a nice, it's a potentially nice therapy for some people. One more area that I want to look at, I think we're familiar with most, but the inversion table, is that another way of saying that decompression uh, table as well? Yeah, um, it, it is Sean. Um, so a, uh, an inversion table, I like inversion tables and it depends, I think a lot on what we, what we see on MRI in terms of, uh, you know, the disc pathology. I think it's important to look at that before getting a patient on an inversion table. Um, but there's a, there's a time period when we can get patients on an inversion uh, table to help reduce uh, that pressure um, that uh, the discs who, that are herniated uh, or bulging uh, potentially can have on that spinal cord. So relieving some of the pressure, decompressing uh, that spinal cord impingement or compression uh, with an inversion table um, uh, can with some people help? Um, All right. Guess, so, so you've proven you've proven uh, your your chiropractic chops. I oh, think everybody watching knows that you know what you're talking about hey, now. Hang on, Alex. You're you're right. We're unfortunately time is just our our, our enemy here. I want to point out all of these techniques, options. I approve. Uh, we approve. They're good in a personal injury case, but the, the number one. Uh, most useful and, and most appropriate uh, uh, approach is manipulation and adjustment. So that's how, that's what we look for first. And then if uh, you have some uh, light therapy, massage therapy, uh, ultrasound, all that's good. As long as it's balanced, doesn't stuff the bill with too much. I don't want to see 
uh, red light therapy used in every single treatment for 50 times for six months, uh, that would be inappropriate. But manipulation adjustment is, is the cornerstone. Now, Alex is anxious to get onto the PRP. That's that's a relatively new thing. And, and, and we'll uh, say one of the one of the one of the one point that I want to make, Sean, I agree with you on that last point that you made. Um, with all of the different modalities that you sort of see here listed, um, I think it's important that when a patient is going through therapy and they have two or three days when they're with the chiropractor, it's important to sort of add some of these things in and then maybe another day or a week later or two weeks later, maybe change it up a little bit and, and try something else in accordance with a couple of other different modalities that are currently going on. So it's, it's sort of, uh, it's sort of taking, um, you know, a recipe and adding different things to it until you sort of find the one that is working best. And so I think it's, I think that's an important point to make. Um, and uh, I think that's, that's, that's sort of where I, what I think about these different modalities. Great. So I, I, I am eager to get onto PRP and, and pain management injections, mostly because of the success uh, of the PRP injection. So what uh, I want you to talk about exactly what you put up here on the slide. When is the best time? Uh, but also a little bit more about maybe more of what are you reading today about PRP injections? Because I, I am the eternal skeptic on all things brand new in the world of pain management uh, because it's usually just a new cocktail of drugs. But PRP isn't that, and it's having amazing results, and the downside to it is almost nil. Uh, it, it seems it seems almost too good to be true. So talk me through your philosophy on PRP injections. Okay. Yeah, th thanks for that, Alex. So I, I just want to start off by saying uh, a number of years ago when I was going through my residency, there was this talk, actually, uh, seminar that I had attended in Arizona. And one of the speakers was an orthopedic surgeon. And at that time, we were hardly talking about stem cells or PRP. But one of the things that he said that hit home that I still remember to this day, and 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 it's and it's true, um, and it was and he was sort of a visionary. He said that orthopedics at that time and before that was um, was a specialty in which hardware, plates, screws, some sort of surgical anchors um, uh, were sort of the mainstay of how treatment was 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 performed within by an orthopedist. And that was true. He said that in the uh, future, that those techniques would be replaced by regenerative medicine technology, i.e., PRP and stem cells. And it's and it's and it's very much coming to uh, fruition. Uh, what he said, because we have been using, and I have been using um, PRP uh, in a number of uh, different instances to treat patients who otherwise only a surgical intervention would have been uh, recommended. And so uh, I think, uh, I think this gentleman was a visionary and it's, and it holds true to this. To, as to what well, you you're saying something profound. Uh, you, you would look favorably on a PRP rather than surgery, which could cost you a lot of money. In other words, patients traditionally were given the choice of, you know, good, kind chiropractic care or the knife. So there's a number of steps before we get to the surgical option, and you're 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 willing to embrace that. Absolutely, Sean. If I can keep a patient out of the operating room, there's a number of benefits. Number one, the patient's not getting cut on. He's not going to have to go through a recovery period, the physical therapy, the potential complications that are inherent with surgery. Um, 
And so if and so if you can prevent all of those things, then I think it's a good thing. So yeah, I am a proponent of anything that can keep the 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 patient out of an operating room. I will say that I you know surgery is 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 a passion of mine. I love doing the surgery that I that I do. But if I'm looking at each patient as a brother, sister, mother, or father, I'd want to keep them out of the operating room. And so I'd want my patients to stay out of the operating room if possible. And so that's, that's, that's sort of how I, how I, um, I feel about it. So when, so when you're, when you're considering, uh, different injection options versus different surgical options, um, I imagine step one for you is always some sort of imaging. Am I correct? Yeah, um, that, that is correct, Alex. Uh, physical exam can, uh, history and physical exam, as well as mechanism, mechanism of injury uh, can help elucid, elucidate, you know, uh, give me a pretty good idea of, of sort of what the injury is and what would, uh, what would be required. Uh, a diagnostic study is really just a tool or an ancillary uh, modality to, that uh, helps to bring it all together, but it shouldn't be the, um, it shouldn't be the standalone uh, uh, tool that uh, sort of ma makes help, you know, decides uh, the treatment. So it just is, is an ancillary um, uh, modality to, in, in a global picture. Um, I see that you have, three, you have three different mechanisms where you look really uh, for, for the imaging uh, which, which makes a great deal of sense to me. It's funny, I look at the shoulder, knee, and fractures. We have cases like that right now in, 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 our, in our inventory, and each, each one of these are, uh, uh, are, are easily attributed to, uh, to trauma. So it, uh, I, I, I spent a lot of time trying to find good MRI facilities. A lot of, uh, about half the facilities we run into are not very good. They have poor uh, interpreters, uh, you know, very not well written, not not well documented reports. In some cases, I, I take an MRI and happily send it to a DACBAR, who do a much more thorough job for our forensic purposes. Um, what's next? Well, I don't know. It's up to Dr. Hannah. This is his show. I, I think Alex, uh, let's go back a slide to the PRP. Um, I think this is important, um, and I, and I think some of the chiropractors are fans of this too. So let's talk about this a little more. So PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma, and platelet-rich plasma comes from an individual, uh, individual's blood. And what happens is we take someone's blood, we separate it out in a centrifuge, uh, and what settles out is the plasma component. That plasma component, that yellowish fluid, has a ton of healing elements in it. It's 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 basically it's the basically the platelets that have broken down, and now you have the, what's contained in the platelets which are a number of growth factors, healing factors, regenerating factors, inflammatory mediators, all of these things that aid in the tissue healing uh, uh, response. And so you can imagine if you take a super concentrated um, uh, material, which is, a, which is the individual's uh, plasma, and you inject it locally into the area where there's injury, now you have all of these like super soldiers in this one area that's, that, it, that otherwise is not getting all of this blood flow because of injury. And we discussed why injury doesn't uh, necessarily get good blood flow. Now you have this super concentrated, uh, 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 you know, inject, injectate 
that goes into the area that's in the area that can help sort of stimulate that tissue response and healing that otherwise wasn't happening. And so that's what PRP does. Uh, PRP is great. Why? Number one, well, it's the person's own uh, chemistry. It's, a, it's, it's an individual's plasma. So there's virtually no side effects. Um, there's virtually uh, minimal to no uh, complications because typically these are, these are injected into areas of joints um, and it can be done under ultrasound guidance or fluoroscopy, fluoroscopic guidance. And so we know where that needle is going. Uh, a lot of the plasma injections that I do are into soft tissues. They're essentially trigger point injections um, and, and we're using plasma. And the nice thing about plasma as opposed to cortisone or lidocaine or other types of chemicals is that this is a regenerative medicine technique, meaning that when we use plasma, it's intended to heal structures or injuries back to normal so that you're not requiring a multi multiple injections in the future because we know that cortisone, lidocaine, or, under, or other injectables are temporary at best. Doctor, so, uh, benefits. Doctor, this is this is music to me on, in many respects. We got a couple of questions. We're going to tell you to take a crack at, and we got eight minutes left, so it's uh, uh, time is uh, is marching. Doctor Smith mentions uh, what are the injuries you've had the best success with with PRP injections. Yeah, so there's a number of areas where I've used plasma that have had really good, really great success in the literature and in a number of retrospective studies. And now health, commercial health insurance companies are looking at this and recognizing it and are covering the expense or are billed for this and are covering it. And one of the areas is, uh, is, is tennis elbow. I think we've all heard of tennis elbow. Well, you can get tennis elbow from sports. You can get it from weightlifting and you can get it from car crashes. And it's typically that sudden deceleration force when an individual is holding onto a steering wheel that gets transmitted through the, sh through the upper extremity into the elbow into the shoulder and causes sort of that uh, common or elbow uh, injury. And, and typically there's inflammation, scar tissue. Sometimes there's a tear in the common extensor tendon that attaches to the lateral epicondyle of the elbow. And so those injuries are very well treated with a single injection of plasma. The other areas that plasma works really well, and, and again, you know, we got to remember, uh, it's, it's important to, to, to uh, properly diagnose the injury because uh, plasma is not a miracle worker. It's not going to heal uh, an ACL rupture. It's not going to heal uh, a PCL rupture or an MCL rupture. It's not going to heal a full thickness tear in the rotator cuff in the shoulder. Um, what it does uh, help in is reducing inflammation and swelling in all of these areas to help improve the symptoms. Um, the other area that I really like plasma is trigger points, trigger points for myofascial pain syndrome. Um, so strains in the neck, mid back or low back, um, trigger points in the latissimus dorsi, quadratus lumborum. I know the chiropractors know these areas, um, in the neck muscles, low back muscles, um, we've used it uh, for sacroiliac joint uh, dysfunction. Car crashes can, can sometimes cause injuries to the sacroiliac joint. I've had really good luck there. I've really had a lot of, uh, a, um, a lot of benefit in using it in knees. Um, the knees seem to do very well with, with plasma. So knees, uh, shoulders for partial rotator cuff tears, um, and lateral epicondylitis in the Oh no! Back, low back, or trigger points. 
Uh, and a lot of what we let me let me uh, interrupt we got five minutes there's a couple of things we need to do but dr nick has a couple of questions something i strongly agree with he he argues modalities are great but active care is important uh and uh, so what is your view on on functional exercise as part of the chiropractor's regimen and do you recommend that when you write in your report uh, and you return the patient back to chiropractic care after your uh, your evaluation. Uh, so I think that's critically important, not only for the short term, but for the long term. Um, you know, we strains, strains or strains, um, strains or strains. Uh, can uh, result in scar tissue formation. And that can, can that, that's part of the sort of the, the way that body heals sprains or strains. It replaces these, these structural injuries with scar tissue. Scar tissue is not the same durability or integrity of normal native tissue. And so it's weaker, it's more prone to uh, exacerbation or re-aggravation at a later time point. Uh, it's, I think I mentioned it's weaker. Um, and, and so uh, having said that, it's important that uh, an individual continue uh, home exercises, continue the stretching, um, and actually will benefit from chiropractic treatments in the future, even after the case settles. Um, and so uh, functional, uh, functional training, um, um, uh, and those types of modalities is, is critically important, not only in the short term, but even after the case settled for a number of years, these patients have to continue doing those things. Dr. Hanna, I, we've got three minutes left and we've become clear we're not going to be able to finish your presentation, but there's a slide here called Chiropractic Game Changers, which is just enough to titillate all of us. In the 90 seconds that remains, can you tell us quickly what you meant by Chiropractic Game Changers? What's a game changer uh, and what's new from a chiropractic point of view? Yeah, uh, so, uh, and a lot of it has to do with uh, modalities that are already existent, but have, are being refined. Uh, so nowadays, there's uh, what's called H-wave therapy. Um, and H-wave therapy is a type of almost TENS device. It's not necessarily a TENS device, um, but it, it, it acts in a similar way. But retro retrospective studies have shown that H-wave therapy um, actually improves long-term uh, healing and patients are less prone to re-aggravating uh, re uh, re those previously injured areas uh, to a greater degree than TENS. H-wave therapy is a modality where patients uh, can take these devices home. Um, they can use them for, for hours at a time um, as opposed to, to shorter uh, uh, time periods like TENS device. Um, the H-wave therapy can be used in a chiropractor uh, uh, facility. A lot of times uh, patients will take those home though and continue with them. Um, and I think that, that that's a great modality because even after the case settles, these patients can use that for long-term gain. Uh, I think so that, that's, uh, that, that really, you know, electrical stimulation seems like uh, that's the, that's going to be key for, for many patients in, in the future, because that's a modality that they can continue to use, uh, that can continue uh, giving them improvements in uh, improving blood flow, oxygenation, leading to less pro-inflammatory mediators, um, and then less exacerbation of, uh, or aggravation of, uh, of, of injuries. So uh, that seems to be sort of what I was thinking. 
Dr. Kenny, uh, we're, we're reached the end of our time, but I do want to point out, uh, doctors, we're going to have a, yeah, that's good. Uh, we're going to have Dr. Kenny join us for our big annual seminar that, you know, for some reason we had to cancel most of our live seminars last year. What is it, John? Uh, I'm looking uh, for October. Uh, it'll be October. Uh, I know that live seminars are on because I was invited to Hawaii and I have to go. And uh, so uh, that's, in the, that's in the summertime. I'll be going to that, right? <laughs> I, I'm sure you can talk to somebody. Uh, John here is going to be responsible for setting up our, uh, our right away within 30 days having live seminars throughout the state. It's nice to see human beings again. Uh, but hi, uh, Dr. Kenny is going to be one of our stars. You'll actually have a chance to see him. He'll actually have a chance to talk at <laughs> some detail. And we're offering, we're going to throw in lunch. Or, uh, no, you actually have to pay for lunch yourself. <laughs> You're going to have a chance to sit down at a, at a table, sit down with Dr. Kenny, because our, our speakers get to meet with our doctors. We'll buy Dr. Hannah's lunch. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely buy his lunch and, and maybe... Are you sure, Alex? I eat a lot. You know I eat a lot. I remember. I remember. I remember and the, the doctors will learn what they what you mean by that when they see you in person. Doctor, I really want to thank you for being with us. Sean's got more. You yeah, got more. I do. Where are your offices? Where are you located? Where do you see patients? Yeah, so this is the great thing about Pledge. Um, we're able to, because we have uh, a number of offices across town uh, in Southern California, we're able to get patients in uh, quickly. Um, and even on the same day and make it easy for them to get to us. So we're in Newport, uh, Corona Del Mar specifically, we're in Long Beach, we have a Bakersfield office, we have a Riverside office, uh, we have a Las Vegas office, um, San Diego in the very near future. Wow, that's, that's a lot of tra time travel for you, so, so I, I, I honor you. Uh, it's a pleasure having met you recently. I like your work, I like your reports. For some reason, all the patients like you. I always ask the patients and doctors and chiropractic, you, you do the same thing with any specialist. What's the bedside manner like? Is he giving you good, adequate information? Doctors, you've been with us. You're going to find us online. Thanks for uh, the doctors that have asked us questions. We apologize to the doctors that have asked us questions. We didn't have time to answer. But Dr. Hannah nicely put his email address right there on the screen for you. It's drhannah at pledgemedical.com. So Dr. Ray, uh, particularly for you uh, who asked a handful of really uh, good questions, go ahead and send them to Dr. Hannah. Uh, if you've got any questions for us, feel free to send them to Sean Steele at seansteele.com or Alexander Eisner at seansteele.com. Um, and I will also remind you that this video will be up on YouTube within about 24 hours and it'll also be up on our podcast which you can find uh, on iTunes. And it turns out we're, we're, we're having a heavier presence on YouTube for all of your lucky millennial doctors. Alex is finishing up a two-hour ethics for continuing education. That's going to be a mind boggler. Uh, and, but you need to subscribe if you want it for free. You got to subscribe. And how do you subscribe to what, What's the name of the uh, the site? Uh, for the ethics? Yeah, it's actually Sean Steele Law Firm. Not not the Sean Steele Law Firm, you never find it that way. Sean Steele Law Firm, free on YouTube. We've got a whole bunch of videos on it right now, how to get paid for PI, uh, and this will be part of the presentation. Doctors, thanks for very much. Any questions about PI, call us. Any questions about divorce, immigration, contract law, call somebody else. Thank you. <laughs> Doctor, thanks for being with us. Really appreciate it. My pleasure.